What's up in the legal tech world? Find out in the Lex Factor briefs. Quick hits on the latest happenings in the industry and discussion from your Lex Factor hosts around their potential impacts on business. Feed your brain and empower your firm at the same time. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Lex Factor Briefs. It's your host, Lauren, here. And your co-host, Brad Popel. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What are we talking about today, Lauren? Uh, well, believe it or not, I read an article on law.com about ransomware, and I figured, hey, Brad's here. He loves cybersecurity stuff. Let's talk ransomware. I love talking ransomware. So <laughs> it, was, it was about rising ransomware attacks spur a debate whether insurance is to blame. And I didn't even know, first and foremost, that there was cybersecurity or I guess cybercrime insurance. Cyber insurance, yes. It's Cyber something every yeah. business must have. Yes, yeah, so, so we, we heard that when Vince was on the show. Um, but it was really, I guess it, it was Delaware County, Pennsylvania. They ended up having to pay $500,000 just to regain their network access. And they really weren't able to access their police reports, payroll, expense databases, stuff like that. And that's the information that these hackers had access to. Um, and so ultimately, insurance covered the payment. You know, mm-hmm. great, wonderful. We know how that works. Um, I asked Brad. It was funny. We were chatting about this ahead of time. And he was like, do you really think that's the reason that these these companies or municipalities are more more uh, likely to get hit by by cyber criminals? Uh, because they have insurance. And I said, well, Brad, (laughs) if I was driving in a car with no insurance and our producer, Brian, was driving in a car and you knew that he had insurance, who would you willingly hit? And he was like, oh, man, that's a good point. That is a good point. You know, I read the article and then looking through it, you know, it made me think, you know, is that something that's really out there? Are we increasing the number of ransomware attacks because everybody has that cyber insurance and you know that it's going to be paid out? It's a good debate. I don't know if that's the case. I think of it from the flip side, though, Lauren. I frankly don't want to live in a world where I don't have that insurance being a business owner. Yeah. You know, I would, I would say, be scared day, to death. You're safer. You're, yeah. you're safer. Um, you know, I have dog insurance and I feel safer because I'm like, if something ever happens, I have that insurance. Right. You're covered. Yeah. You know, in the case of ransomware, if they didn't have that insurance, they would be paying out that, what did you say? $500,000? Yeah. Half a million dollars out on that on their own. That's crazy. So that could cripple an organization. Yeah, it really could. And I think, God, I was reading something not too long ago, and I forget what the percentage is, but it was huge, the amount of organizations in the U.S. that have actually experienced some sort of cyber, cyber crime, cyber yeah. attack. It was definitely higher than 50%. It was oh, the majority. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, you, you know, say you, you own a law firm and it's you and a paralegal. God forbid, like, what if this happens to you and you're forced to pay out 50000 a 100000 That's That's a good deal of the money you're bringing in every single year. I right. mean, you can't afford to do that. So what do you do? I mean, one, you, Brad, you think that cyber insurance is a must. Yes, I do. Okay. I think it's a must. Is, do you really think it's increasing the amount of attacks, though? I don't know. You know what I mean? If I, if I, this is me being on the outside, knowing nothing about cybersecurity and technology, but I can, I can see the argument because if I knew that I had a better chance of getting a payment because this company is most likely covered, I'm going to go after them. I mean, there's also things to consider, like what is the size of the company? Um, what other layers do they have built in for cybersecurity? You know, and I think, 
I would think focusing on some of those smaller firms who may not have as many resources and may not have, you know, an in-house IT team, or maybe they don't even have the money to to use anybody out of house, they may be a little bit more vulnerable. But on, on the flip side, you know, these other bigger companies, hey, I know they probably have a pretty good shield up, but they also have insurance just to be safe because they have hundreds of thousands of clients and they're right. just a big company. So I, I don't know. You know, I could go well, either way. When you look at it, when you look at cyber insurance, it's not as simple as uh, I go to Lauren and say, hey, Cyber secure or cyber insurance broker. I need some cyber insurance. Give it to me, and you're and you say, okay, how much do you need? It's not like that. Okay. Usually, what occurs is they come in and do an assessment, or some type oh, of assessment is done okay. to understand your risk in the company. So, for example, if they come in and they see a lot of things are buttoned up from a security perspective, obviously your your what you pay to cyber insurance is okay. much less. Because the risk is lower, right? So they do that type of risk assessment. So I think the opposite of not having it, um, you know, and as long as the cyber insurance companies do their due diligence and understanding that, it's definitely more uh, more worth it to have the insurance than to not. Now, on the flip yeah. side, is it actually <clears throat> increasing? I don't know. You know, it depends on those insurance agencies and how well they do in those risks, risk assessments to understand who's at fault in those cases, because you could be held at fault of being the company if you do things inside of your organizations that put you at risk. Even if you have insurance? Well, it's it's even like, uh, for example, your car insurance. You know, you get into an accident, you hit a person, clearly your fault, your insurance is going to go up. Yeah. Because yeah, it was sure. your fault. So it's it's kind of similar in that approach. So, you know, I, I could see the debate. I think there's not a clear answer, a clear winner on this one. And I'm saying that because I'm fighting against you on this. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I have no... You heard me babbling earlier. I clearly have no stance, you know. But what do you think? So smaller companies, smaller firms with this versus bigger firms, I can't talk today, say they both had insurance. Do you think... Right off the bat, a hacker would lean towards one or the other. I think bigger companies, you're going to think more money, but they probably have better security in place. Smaller companies, smaller firms, maybe not as good security in place, but less of a, a walk away for you. Yeah. What do you think? I don't know. I think it's there's more to the picture than that, and I hate saying that. I, I want it to be a more of a cut and dry type situation. So I think it depends upon where the information is and how important that information is to the hacker or the bad the bad actor. So I think they're going to base more of their attack on the information that can be gained more so than do you have cyber insurance or not. Good to know. Yeah, that's what I think. I I don't know, you know, there's like I said a debate either way, but I think it's so important. Yeah. Well, I I obviously value insight cuz you have a lot more experience in this area than I do. So All right, everybody, thanks for tuning into the Lex Factor. Get your cyber insurance and tune in next time. We'll talk to you then. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Lex Factor. Lexicon takes care of business so you can take care of law. Learn how to build a better practice at lexiconservices.com.